Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. We're two Dans. And we do Dan. Yes, we do. We're two Dans, and we're going through the filmography of Danny DeVito chronologically-ish. And this is our third episode about the movies... One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and... and The Selling of... Vince D'Angelo. Yes. Uh, we say ish because we have missed a movie or two uh, as we're waiting for it to arrive in the mail. So oh, oh yeah, I forgot to tell you that turned up. Ah, uh, oh well, it's too late. Yeah, it turned up like yesterday, and yeah, I did a thing and didn't tell you. So even though I watched the movie yesterday, it's still too late. Yeah, well, you're watching a different movie. You were watching One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. You couldn't go and watch. <laughs> Hurry up, or I'll be thirty. Or I am waiting no more, which I think is the bootleg name. Uh, isn't "Hurry Up or I'll Be 30 like the theme for um, waiting for this freaking mail to get here? Yes, funnily <laughs> enough, it is. <laughs> Would you sing that theme song for me, Dan? <laughs> Hurry up or I'll be 30. Get the hell over here, movie. <laughs> See, I feel like I accidentally ripped off the theme song to two dance from that melody. <laughs> By accident. Apologies from last week. Mine was actually from the first week. Uh, Danny DeVito didn't meet Michael Jug- Douglas in college. He met him working in a theatre after college. All right. Have you got any apologies? I thought you were doing mine for me. Um, sea urchins are food, I found out. Oh, they are food. I told you. Yeah, you told me, and I didn't believe you because you're a vegetarian. <laughs> so in my mind, it was just you didn't know. Uh, but they are food, and apparently some scientists, maybe ecologists, I'm not sure, have come out and said that we should eat more sea urchins because they're very sustainable. I feel like you're making that up. No, I read that. Really? When I was Googling sea urchins and if they're edible. Ah, um, maybe would there be a sustainability issue if we ended up eating just sea urchins? Well, yeah, probably. Or high quantities of sea urchins. Like in the same way that we ate just anything. <laughs> like we just ate the plants, the beautiful plants that are in this room. We'd have problems. <laughs> We've got a succulent cactus theme happening tonight. Yeah, name all four. That one? What's that one called? Uh, that's called Gollum. Gollum? Yep. Um, I, was, I was going for more of the plant's actual like, scientific name. No, that, well, all right. That's its nickname, Gollum. Yeah. I think it's like Gollumus Gollumus. Oh, really? No, not really. I feel like you're making that up. <laughs> um, the other plant we've got is Happy Birthday Dan. Mm. Uh, <laughs> which is a Milo tin wrapped in a map of the inner west of Sydney um, that I was given as a birthday present, which I put a succulent in I about don't... four years ago from Amanda Jane Ewing. Wait, you, <laughs> you were given a tin wrapped in a map as a birthday yeah, present? Yeah, all right. The tin had muffins in it at the time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I was like, hey, that's a pretty good receptacle for succulents. That, and that makes now sense. it's a monstrosity. I don't think there's that much water in the inner west of Sydney, though. There's, I think that's... I think that's Sydney Harbour. Uh, there's a bit of Cook's River in there. Cook's River. <laughs> My mistake. I'm sorry. Um, to, to beat next week's apologies, I'm sorry, Cook's River. <laughs> <laughs> you can add it in this week's apologies. Um, we've also got Symbol of Our Love, which was the first uh, plant that my girlfriend had bought me. Hmm. Uh, and the other guy is called Coral something or other because it looks like Coral. 
There you go. So maybe not scientific names, but... Scienticular. <laughs> but it's not quite scientific. It will do. And we've also got a signed photo of Dane DeVito uh, presented to me for my birthday from Dan. Yeah, happy birthday, buddy. You earned it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Uh, I suppose in the apologies, we have to say sorry it's taken so long to put out the next one. Yeah. Like nine days. Sorry, I hear... Everyone at home saying something to the tune of, I don't want to sound like a bus driver, but where do you get off? (laughs) And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We get off here and I'm sorry. So one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Dan, after Scalawag's failed attempt at a a, a synopsis, could you... Could you run me through one floor of the cuckoo's nest in three to five minutes, including my interruptions? Uh, Please. I can't. I'm just going to quickly punch it out this time because I felt like we got pretty lagged with Scalawag. We did get bogged down in the finer details. (laughs) We did, which is fine. Um, So our family goes on holidays for the winter and the house is haunted or evil or something and it possesses the father and he tried to kill his family. But I didn't oh, yeah. see Danny DeVito in the movie at all. Yeah, no, you're thinking of... Um, no, hold on, not The Shining. Go back to Cuckoo's Nest. It starts with Jack Nicholson being in it. Yes. Yeah, he's in it. Yep. And then... He, like, tries to kill his family. Yeah, his family had it coming. Um, no, no, not that one. <laughs> he doesn't have a family in this one. You're not tricking me in it, right? No, no, no. I was joking. I was you talk- were joking. I was talking about you the shining. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, all right, so I suppose the movie is about a guy who's admitted to a uh, mental institution who was in jail and had conned the jail people I'll, I'll accept the man yeah alright let's say the man or the state to put him into a mental institution because he was actually a crazy person and he wasn't supposed to be in jail he had to be rehabilitated in the institution you know befriends them maybe works with them more than the nurses do and um I suppose at one, you know, one point he he breaks them out. They go on a day trip. They come back. Looks like a fun day trip, by the way. Yeah, it looks very fun. Boat ride. They caught heaps of fish. They do. For amateurs. Yeah, they caught a big fish. What do you reckon they did with those fish? I feel like maybe when they got back, the the police were waiting for them. It was confiscated confiscated by the police. You reckon they became evidence? I do. (laughs) And like all police evidence, was eaten. No. Or consumed. Let's yeah. Say consumed. All right. I can pick it up what you're putting down. Yeah, and it was about their life in the institution and him trying to break out, and finally does. Kite. Well, it, it was alluded to that he broke out, right? He didn't. We didn't see him leave. Did you fall asleep in the end? No. I did watch the end once, and are I watched you, the beginning three times. Right, are you talking about him being Danny DeVito or him being Jack Nicholson? Oh, I, sorry, him being Jack Nicholson. All right. He doesn't... But you, you're joking, right? This is like <laughs> a, <laughs> I'm not joking. He well, he, he sets out to leave, right? At the end? He dies. He dies? 
Where does he die? What movie are you watching? <laughs> Where does he die? A chief smothers him with a pillow and then enacts his escape plan. <gasps> oh, yes. All right, all right, all right. Yes. You think of the yes, shining yes. again? He, <laughs> he's, he fell asleep in the snow, but he woke up and he went home. Yep, all right, okay. Fucking hell, what are you watching? I've done it again. You've done it again. <laughs> You're too focused on DeVito. I was. Not focused enough I was. on Jack Nicholson's character. I will say, though, I'm like even in this movie, it's already started. We're like... Three episodes, maybe five movies into to Danny DeVito's career, and connections are already starting to pop up left, right, and center. Yeah, Michael Douglas, like Kirk Ma- Douglas. Yeah, Michael Douglas producing this one. Yeah, off the rights of Kirk Douglas owning it, who directed and starred in Scalawag. But then also, who, yep. Oh wait, hold yeah, on. No, you go, you go. No, no, you go first. I got to check who, the names. Who are who also? Um, was the star in the stage production of One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, oh, that was... who tried to get it made for like seven years and then passed the rights on to Michael Douglas, who finally got it made. And Danny DeVito was the same character, Martini, mm-hmm. in the stage production, and then Michael Douglas got Danny DeVito to play that same character in the movie. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. But no, there was... Um, in this one... There was um, Fredrickson, mm. one of the background characters. Which like, one was Fredrickson? He was a tall guy with like kind of the droopy top eyelids. Yeah, who is who? He's a he's a standard comedian, right? I don't think so. That really? I've seen. He could be. No, nah, I've um, seen him before. No, my my thing is he's in the selling of Vince D'Angelo. Oh, remember who at the start that? when they're having the press conference? Maybe I'll do the the. The um, plot of Vince D'Angelo might come up. But at the start when um, he's saying I'm in the concrete business um, and then they're having the press conference and, like, the thugs go to attack people. Yeah, yeah, One of his thugs is Fredrickson from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Ah. Like, we're we're already seeing repetition this early. Ah, all right. Um, Yeah, well, he, him, like, with the strange connection with Michael Douglas and... Kirk Douglas as well. I don't know if that's strange so much. It's just like a connection. No, it is coincidental. All right, yeah. Coincidental or just friends? Mm, yeah, all right, know. let's say mates. Yeah. It's like if you turned up in a movie that I did, like, well, we saw them do things together earlier. <laughs> no, we didn't expect them to do a movie together. <laughs> Let alone two movies together. Two movies. Or three or four. Yeah, we name them. Uh, Romancing the Stone. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did this. Yes. And. <sighs> no, nah, can't think of it. I know you haven't seen June, Jewel of the Nile. Oh, yeah, okay. The sequel. And what was the other one they did? I'm pretty sure Jewel of the Nile was first. But I think we get this wrong every week. Yeah, we do. And I don't know. You said four, not me. No, I'm pretty sure it's four. And there's yeah, another one. Probably. I don't know. Let's go with the Batman crossover where Jack Nicholson was in Batman one and and they were he was also in another movie with Jack Nicholson. So Vince D'Angelo. Oh, all right. Moving on to Vince D'Angelo. Let's just talk about what I want to talk about for a minute. Yep. So Vince D'Angelo is Danny DeVito's first filming 
directorial debut. Yes, I know right. that, that there's a lot, of, as well. a lot of things I've said there that aren't right. I'm going to go with it. <laughs> So no, you directed it. He, no, no, no. I mean the way I phrased it. Yeah. But it was his de- directorial debut. He um he starred in it. It's a kind of I guess a mockumentary. Like it, it was part of a, a series called Believable Stories or something like that. Um, and so it was just a crooked senator gone wrong that he was he was playing. So basically, he ran for senate from Passaic, New Jersey. And he did some crooked things. He used to own a concrete company. His name was Vince D'Angelo. Um, he made a fake ad about his family because his family wasn't good enough to be in his real ad. Um, and he trash-talked his Senate co-runners or adversaries. I don't know. Uh, and then he won, and then he got kicked out of Senate for having hookers on Capitol Hill. And also from bribing the mafia? I, he got past that, though, with a with a... Assassination attempt. Yeah. <laughs> Fakery. Yeah, fake to assassination attempt and then videoed uh, ad commercial of himself in hospital apologizing and it was I suppose it was a comment on New Jersey politics. Right? At the time. As yeah. we are we know a lot about New, New Jersey politics in nineteen seventy five. if you're gonna ask us about anything, that's what you wanna ask us about. That's, that's what our PH Dan's are in. <laughs> and it is uncanny, the satire in the selling of Vince D'Angelo to New Jersey politics in 1975. Yeah, uh, not to mention it was like a 30-minute short. 30 minutes? I'm going to go with 24. Uh, I'm going to say 29. I feel like it was like two 14-minute episodes. Well, you would. <laughs> <laughs> I also stuffed up uh, the beginning and the end of One Flew Over Cookers. Yeah. So. yeah, well, like, who are you going to trust, you know? <laughs> Maybe you could just tweet in or whatever we have. I don't know what Dan set up. You let us know who you trust in terms of story and where we're going with this. Either way, you'll trust Dan and you'll distrust Dan. Yeah, do you trust Dan or Dan? <laughs> That's all we're going to give you. You decide. Okay, so back to one flew of the cookie's nest. If we could, because I miss it. What was your favourite character? Uh... Did you have a did you have a favorite character, favorite scene? Look, I really liked Martini, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Like, just great acting, great. Yeah. Like he didn't get a lot of lines, and I begrudge mostly the film and producers for that. But he did. He really brought. He the did noise. it well. He did it very well. Yeah. Every time he got a bit of screen time, he was a bit animated. He was a bit. Yeah. He was there to make his mark, and he. Did. Yeah, and he did. Mm-hmm. Like, Old mate movie made a couple of Oscars. Probably could have trickled one down to our man, you know? Did you know when they were making the film, all of the um, actors who were patients, they lived on the ward? I did. Yep. And uh, Dane DeVito had just met Rhea Perlman and was like 3,000 miles away from her or whatever and couldn't speak to her. And he made, like, an imaginary friend who he talked to at night. And to the point where he was worried that he had a problem. And um, he talked to one of the doctors who worked on the ward. And the doctor said, like, if you can understand that the imaginary friend is not real, then you've got nothing to worry about. 
But think about in those days, like if you approach a doctor with that, and they're like, okay, we're just going to give you a little bit of shock therapy. Yeah, <laughs> we're just going to see how that goes. What if you don't leave? Yeah, that's right. You're already here. You've already got a bed. Yeah. I, I thought him and Rhea were already a thing by now. In this. No, they were, th- they were a thing, but he was like away from her filming this. Ah. Yeah. She wasn't there. Hi, Rhea, by the way. <laughs> So I like I just want to say after last week's efforts where we blame people for not having seen One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest without having seen themselves, what a cracker! What a cracker! What? Did you know? Sweet in Sweden they played the movie for like ten years straight. It was playing at the movies. No, maybe not ten. Seven. Seven. I'm going to say seven. I'm years. going to say your timing is always off. <laughs> you know, it was seven. It was years. It was many years. Like seven. All right, let's say seven years minimum. Yeah, they played. They had the movie playing in cinemas. That's awesome. Like yeah. many cinemas, or just one cinema that wouldn't shut up. Ah, uh, alright. I didn't read that far into it. Well, you know, I don't expect you to. I just <laughs> like to pick holes and things. You know who was the best? The best part, <laughs> my favorite part of the movie. It, it happened like maybe two or three times. The guy that um, went up to the speed bag, like there was no exercise equipment in the whole world except, except this like speed bag hanging down. And this guy that went up to it and was hitting it with his walking stick. <laughs> and, then, and I found out that the patients on the ward were real patients, like the extras in the, in the film were real patients. And I wonder if that was a real thing that happened, that that guy was like part of his routine would go up and play the speed bag with his walking stick. <laughs> um, um, can I just quickly mention that um, I called Dan at six o'clock and I was like, hey man, what are you doing? I've had four beers. Let's talk about our drinking. <laughs> no, that wasn't at six o'clock. That was at five o'clock. <laughs> Let's talk about our drinking on the recording. Everyone's alive to judge us. Yeah. So look, I've I've been a bit sick, so I've smashed some cold and flus, and I've tried to play catch ups, and I'm in that kind of like even. I've I feel like I'm on level at the moment. No, I but... feel like he's outdoing me now. <laughs> well, truth or Dan. Ah, truth or Dan, it's time. Yep. Oh, yeah. we need a truth or Dan theme song. I just think of one. Truth or Dan, truth or Dan. Pretty sure. Yeah. Anyway, truth or Dan. That's good. I like that. Truth or Dan. No, I'm pretty sure I ripped that off another podcast. Ah, damn it. Anyway, Dan it, Dan it. God, Dan. Truth or Dan. Of all of the extras. In, like, not sorry, not all of the extras, all of the main sort of, like, you know how there's the therapy group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guys that live together on the ward. yeah, yeah, all yeah. the ward guys. Let's call the them the guys who have lines in the film, right? Yeah, let's call them the, the the main therapy group. Yeah. Of all of them, Devito is the only one that hasn't had a horror role. In the you know the dude with the big head that's like um the hills have eyes guy. Yeah. And um, old, like, old eyes, like the, the dude that was his background thug in, in Vince D'Angelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been a bad guy in the X-Files. And including... Oh, really? I haven't got to that yet. Yeah, him and someone else, one of the other guys is a background X-Files bad guy. But oh. Nicholson yeah. is also a background 
X-Files bad guy, like, but uncredited. Really? Yeah. Not like Elvis and Home Alone 2. No, no, like legitimately. Legit. That's Nicholson. If you pause it. Wow. Just briefly. And he's a bad guy. Like, he's a little devil in the background. What would be in it for Jack Nicholson to jump into a background of an X-Files scene? He's there. He's it's. He's, he's just Jack hanging Nicholson. out. Yeah, he can do what he wants. Yeah. He's just Jack Nicholson in the yeah, 90s. Yeah, you're right. But anyway. <laughs> so. <laughs> He'd just be the Joker and he's like, fuck it. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Truth or Dan. Yeah. DeVito is the only part character person in that main sort of therapy group only actor that never went on to play a horror role do you look i i consider penguin a horror role because i i'm freaked out by the penguin yeah well being a scared seven-year-old doesn't count (laughs) that's like saying clowns for a lot of kids. Yeah, from watching um, It. No, not even It. Just people are scared of clowns. Yeah, okay. Yeah, like, oh, like, oh, spiders. Like, oh, there's a movie with a spider in the corner. It's a horror movie now. Yeah. No, horror movie, legit, like, supposed to be scary. Well, I can't even think. Uh, what, what about Old Mate from Back to the Future? We haven't even mentioned Old Mate from Back to the Future. That's true. We have not talked about Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> That's right. What horror horror uh, roles? Oh, like I'm going to remember everyone's horror role. I don't remember the guys. <laughs> well, you made the statement. <laughs> They're all horror roles except for Dane DeVito. Well, they've all dappled. They've all done like 150 odd movies. What am I going to remember every single one? <laughs> it was a, it was truth a big, or it was Dan a big claim. Truth or Dan, call it. Am I lying? Or am I telling the truth? I'm going to go with lying. I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> They've called Dan on it. Yeah, you called Dan on it. <laughs> I tried to look it up and I got bored. To be honest, I'm pretty sure there's a few of them that haven't done anything. There's a few of them that did horror roles before One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. What's yours? Uh, my truth or Dan relates to a TV show we've been trying to catch up on whilst watching movies uh, that Dan DeVito was in called Taxi. Mm-hmm. Where he was the uh, angry manager of a taxi rank dispatcher. Dispatcher. All right. Yep. yep. So when he auditioned for the part in Taxi, mm-hmm. did he get the part by throwing down the script and saying who wrote this shit? Well, that's not even a truth or Dan. That's a that's a true or false for starters. <laughs> there you that's mean. what a truth or Dan is. True or false. Yeah, it was a yes or a no. Um, I'm going to say false. False. Well, according to a website. (laughs) One website. A website. A website. In in 1978, DeVito auditioned for a new NBC series called Taxi. Before beginning his audition, DeVito flung the script down on the table and demanded, one thing I want to know before we start, who wrote this shit? And that landed him in the part of the cranky cab dispatcher, Louis De Palma. Ah, there you go. Yeah, right? Imagine having the balls to do that. Like, you've done four movies. He was up to a few more than four by then. Yeah. He'd been in an Oscar-winning movie by then. Yeah, okay, right. This one won five Oscars, right? Five Oscars. Yeah, huge. Five more Oscars than I ever won. Um, And it's a movie. Okay. Not a truth or Dan, but like... Tell me some stories about Dan. 
is how close is he to getting an EGOT? What is an EGOT? EGOT's like Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, Oscar, Tony. Tony. I'm assuming. There's another one. What's the other one? Academy. Well, Academy is Oscar. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, EGOT. That's the one they talk about in Thirty Rock, right? I don't know. I missed that. I missed that bit. Um. Well, I, I feel like he didn't... I oh, know, he did win an Oscar for something because he was the yeah, producer. He, yes, he won... Okay, he won an award for Best Supporting Actor in Taxi. Yeah, so he's got an Emmy. Yep. And he's got an Oscar because he was producer on something that won and I can't remember what it was. Yeah, maybe like LA Confidential or Pulp Fiction or something. Look, having not seen Hercules... <laughs> It wasn't Hercules. No, but no, Hercules the cartoon, not Hercules the Sam Raimi TV drama. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure he hasn't won in a Grammy for his song in the movie Hercules. Yeah, that's pretty sad. Um, the And I don't know anything about Tony's that I didn't <laughs> learn from the nanny. Because t- Tony's got to do with stage, right? Yeah, yeah, it's like the Oscars. So oops. maybe they he could have won something part of one of the cookers nest. Uh, I do. I feel like we would have heard about that. Yeah. This is going to be a Netflix apologies. We'll check. We'll look into it. But he did win, I don't know, some, like, stupid award, something rather. He did win Best Bossiest Boss as yeah. an award for Taxi. That's a thing. <laughs> All right. Truth or Dan, hotshot. Yeah. Daniel DeVito, senior has a son called Daniel DeVito. Truth. Truth. That's not the question. Daniel DeVito <laughs> Jr. Yep. Daniel J. DeVito. Truth. DJD. Or Dan. That's, not a, just, that's a Dan. Uh, I know what his kid's name is. Uh-huh. What is uh, it? He's got, like, Gracie, and then he's got one that rhymes with Gracie, like Stacy mm-hmm. or something like that. And then he's got one... Oh, what's his kid's name? The boy is just something totally different, like Todd or something like that. That's the start of my last name. Oh, yeah, all right. I gave the dance all mixed up here. <laughs> it is Daniel Jacob DeVito. Jacob. He's ah. Daniel J, like you and, and me. Isn't he... A year younger than us or a year older than us? Probably around the same age. Yeah, around the same age, which is pretty interesting. Hey, Danny Jr. Hey, mate. Yeah, just waved. <laughs> no biggie. Just sitting here with a signed photo of your father. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, all right, well, one more thing I need to ask you. Do, can What's your impression this week? Is it from Cooker's Nest or is it from Vince D'Angelo? We haven't spoken a lick about Vince D'Angelo, just quietly. No, we haven't. Um, we also haven't talked about Dane DeVito in the media this week. I, I feel I, like I dare you to this start this may, because I don't know where you're going with this. This may have to be a new segment. Like, Dane DeVito in the media. Well, how is he in the media every week? Well, he media? was in the media this week. He was week. in the media this week. All right, stop. Uh, he was captured walking the streets oh. with a dash and with a yellow dress on. 
See, I thought someone pointed this out and said it was the kookiest thing they'd ever seen, right? Nah. And I thought, he looks good, but... And also, we just watched Cuckoo's Nest. Cuckoo True? I don't know. <laughs> anyway. I think it's Cuckoo Cuckoo, Mrs. Cuckoo Cuckoo <laughs> Good point. Um, but isn't every dog wearing any sort of dog clothing kind of either wearing a short dress or a long vest? Yeah, all right, fair. Yeah. But this was definitely wearing like a yellow ballerina tutu yeah, yeah, yeah. outfit. I just feel like it's standard dog issue clothes. Like. <laughs> do, do you think his dog woke up with that on and he was like, yeah, I'm just going to go get a coffee? Yeah, I reckon. No, I reckon he woke up and his dog had it on. Like someone had put it on his dog and said, like, oh, no, you look nice. You comfortable? <laughs> all right, I'm glad you're comfortable. Let's. Let's go get a flat white. <laughs> I think Danny DeVito drinks a flat white. Um, I do want to say, mm-hmm. um, or I do want to ask you, um, so Danny DeVito accent, uh, Danny DeVito line from the film, have you, have you got anything? I'm going to go with a, a, with a moment from um, The Selling Events to Angelo, which... Is an amazing short that we've barely touched on, which in 1975 is definitely sowing seeds for Frank Reynolds. Oh, definitely, doesn't he? Like that, yeah. Why haven't they done an episode where he runs for mayor? That bit where he gets up and he's like, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. And he's going to stab his son. Like, they they, they just can't get that ad going. But then, you know that his son... (laughs) Is the older brother from the Wonder Years. No. Yeah. You're kidding. He's in, was he, that around at the same time? It was, I think it was years later. Wow. Really? Ah, good fact. Where'd you get that from? Um, from looking at his face and thinking, you look like a kid from Wonder Years. <laughs> so you watch way more Wonder Years than me then. Yeah, any years apparently enough. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, my, um, my attempt at Danny DeVito's voice this week is from his public service announcement in in the selling of Vince D'Angelo. <clears throat> so, starts with, Doggy do, that's what. This state's going down the tubes. These days, you go out for a paper, the next day, you're in it. <laughs> <laughs> that was great, awesome. Oh, man, that hurts so much to make those noises. (laughs) But anyway, I think that's that's where we're going to pull stumps on it. Pulling stumps? Pulling stumps. Pulling DeVito's. I'm Dan. I'm Dan. And we've done Dan.